Hey, my friends, if you're looking for a faster, better way to grow and scale your landscape business, you likely don't need to join just another free Facebook group or watch another YouTube video. What you need is a proven, cohesive growth strategy for your business, along with the one-on-one -on -one coaching or group coaching and accountability to support you every step of the way. And that's exactly what the Million Dollar Academy delivers to you. The Million Dollar Academy is coaching, tools, accountability, and done free resources for landscapers who want to take the guesswork out of scaling and growing towards a profitable multiple six, even seven figure plus business without all the stress and all the hours of agonizing. How do I get everything done? Or am I doing this right? Or what do I need to focus on next? The Million Dollar Academy is about thinking differently and thinking bigger about how to be a successful business owner. It's about more than just being good at landscaping. It's about how to create more profit and how to scale all while relieving some of the pressure on yourself. We do have group and one-on-one -on -one coaching spots available. So if you want to go learn more, head over to milliondollarlandscaper.com forward slash academy and get in there today. Before we get started today, I just wanted to take a sec to invite all of you to our next workshop. It is June 20th. Yep. Is that right? Yep, June 20th. Yeah, 7 p.m. Central Time, where we have been having some great conversations around estimating systems because they're kind of like that little hidden powerhouse that people didn't know they needed. Because yeah. a lot of the landscapers that we work with, they're busy, they're working, mm -hmm. but they're not making enough money for the amount of work that they're putting out. And so when that happens, it's usually a numbers problem. And most people try to just like, oh, you know, ask on Facebook, well, how much would you charge mm -hmm. for this? Or how much are is everybody charging for this? They try to kind of go by like a prevailing rate. They'll try making up their own spreadsheets. But like people try, like yeah, they'll oh, be yeah. like, oh, I'm gonna, I try to watch YouTube videos, watch, listening to podcasts yeah. like this. So people are trying. Yeah. But the problem is that it is really a skill that has to be taught and learned. And it's a little bit oh, like we could not go over everything that needs to go into an estimating system oh, in oh, a yeah. podcast. It would be the longest, number one, it'd be a really <laughs> long and boring episode. Nobody would want to listen to it. <laughs> but it's a skill that has to be taught, I guess is what I'm rambling about. And it's kind of rampant in this industry that people don't invest in the skills that they need. No. Well, they will invest in landscaping skills. People are happy yeah. to learn about equipment, learn how to install patios and learn how to do that stuff. But the, the business end of things tends to get ignored. Well, that's exactly right. They'll spend the money on getting that next employee. They'll spend the money on getting that new truck, that new piece of equipment that's going to help them be more productive. But they don't realize that if you aren't making enough money to afford that new equipment, afford that new person, it doesn't matter. You have to understand your numbers and be able to price your work based on those numbers. Well, because what I don't want to happen is for you to come to us when you're already in a dire situation mm -hmm. because we have worked with more than one client who's like, I'm about to go under. Yep. Like, I'm in the red. I don't think I'm going to be able to keep my doors open. So please don't wait until that happens. If you're already starting to see symptoms of you not making you know, enough money for the amount of work that you're putting in, 9.9 .9 times out of 10, you have a numbers problem and that can all be linked back to your estimates. Yeah. And estimating systems are really the key. Did to you say 9.9 .9 or 9? I said 9.9. I said it's yeah, a nine. weird number. Okay. I know, I purposely said a weird <laughs> okay. number. I'm seeing if you're paying attention. Anyway, estimating systems are usually the answer. Yeah. 
and these already exist and they're easy to do. And we can very simply explain them to you. If you show up for one of these workshops, we can talk more in depth mm -hmm. about them. Um, yep. Like I said, it gets a little lengthy to talk about on a podcast episode. And it's if you show up for the workshops, you can ask questions and it's easier to just kind of keep the dialogue going uh, mm -hmm. in a workshop style. So there's a link in the notes. So the link is uh, milliondollarlandscaper.com forward slash power hour. And you can get signed up for the. Yeah, for get signed up and we can talk more about that because we would be happy to help you all get paid what you're worth and what you should be getting yeah, paid. Yeah, because this is one of the things that we teach. You know, we have a program dedicated just to learning your numbers. And Well, it's, we've decided it's the hill we're going to die on because yes. it is the most important. When you boil down business, it's about making money. Mm -hmm. And this is how you make your money. It is by learning how to estimate. And it's not your fault. Nobody's probably taught you. Or if you did learn from somebody who didn't get properly trained, then you're probably just like repeating their bad habits. Mm -hmm. yeah. We did that, so no judgment. It's all possible. It's all figure outable. We've made it really pretty easy to use. Well, not pretty easy. It, it is, is very, very easy, easy to yes. do. And it's not as expensive as like software and stuff like that that can be confusing and hard. So anyway, join us on the workshop. We'll get you hooked up. Yep. And again, it's milliondollarlandscaper.com forward slash power hour, June 20th. So yep. I'll just see you there. If you've ever struggled the daily grind of making and keeping track of work orders, you have to check out Easy Beasy. Easy Beasy is easy to use, easy to learn, affordable work order and time clock app with unlimited users included with every subscription. Make and edit work orders anytime, anywhere you're working, at your desk, in your truck, on the job site, even on your couch. With Easy Beasy, you can easily copy work orders to use over and over, which is great for mowing and plowing. You can also keep track of employee timesheets, contact your customers, add notes, instructions, even pictures of your jobs. Easy Beasy works on Android and Apple devices or any tablet or computer. Easy Beasy also has a wide variety of reports so you can have all the info you need for billing right from your phone. Say goodbye to paying for extra users because everyone gets unlimited users on Easy Beasy. Try Easy Beasy for free for 30 days. Visit easybeasy.app forward slash MDL to sign up. Easy Beasy is a simple work order and time clock app for mow crews, hardscape crews, and everything in between. Start saving time and money with Easy Beasy. Visit easybeasy.app forward slash MDL to sign up today. We want to take a quick second to tell you about our friends over at Cycle CPA. I can't even express to you how important it is to have a good accountant on your side. You know you want accurate bookkeeping and financial statements every month. Instead, you're often left with limited time to focus on the accounting side of your business and no reports to show for it. At Cycle CPA, the landscaping accountants, they not only handle the bookkeeping, but also provide landscape industry benchmarking, job costing, financials by service line, advisory meetings, and much more. Cycle CPA has a team of landscaping accountants available to provide anything from bookkeeping to CFO services. Visit CycleCPA.com and for $100 off, mention the Million Dollar Landscaper podcast. <laughs> okay. Today, I want to talk about a problem that all of us as landscaping business owners will face. The problem is we're not like everybody else. We're not what I like to call normies, all the normies <laughs> out there. We all have a disease and this disease is called awesome. And other people won't understand it because they don't have it. <laughs> I'm basing this all off a poster uh, that I had when I was, um, I am, in case you are a new listener or I haven't talked about it in a while. I'm a forester by education. 
ecologist by occupation, worked as an ecologist for a number of years. And when we started really talking about getting Million Dollar Landscaper going, like how can we help landscapers and do that stuff? I had a poster in my office. It was this little dog in goggles. It was really cute. But anyway, the poster said, I have a disease called awesome. You wouldn't understand it because you don't have it. And nobody ever asked me about that poster. I got like side eye a few times about it, <laughs> but nobody ever really asked me about it or like why I had that up or what that really meant. And I wasn't trying to be like snotty or elitist or like better than other people, but by my own definition. So I'm putting a definition on my weird random poster. This disease called awesome, it's all about having the courage to move forward. It's the courage to do things and to take action towards a goal, even when things are perfect and you don't know how it's going to turn out. It's that being brave enough to do things that other like non-awesome people, like all those normies, that they're, that they're not going to do. Mm -hmm. It's because, you know, like I said, I was still an ecologist at the time, which was, it was a really fun job. It wasn't a bad job. But the environment that I was in, there was a lot of people that were not happy with their jobs. They weren't happy with what they were doing, but they were taking no action to change any of it. And it would really just, you know, you, we've all worked with people like that. It brings the environment down. It makes it heavy. And so, I don't know. It was just, to me, it was empowering. When I knew that you and I were starting our own online coaching business, you know, we're going to be mentors to landscapers. We're going to help all these people out. We were taking action towards that, even though we had no clue if it was going to work or not. <laughs> no. We, hello, like landscaping background, like I said, my, even my air quotes education is forestry. None of this has anything to do with like online business, but we believed in it so much. We believed that we had something that we can share with the landscaping community. We believe we can help and we were willing to put our necks out there and do it. Yeah. And so to me, I think anybody who is any kind of entrepreneur has to have a little bit of that awesome. We have to have that awesome in us or we wouldn't take the steps that we need to take to make the businesses that we have because success in your future isn't guaranteed. So if you already own your own business, if you're listening right now and you've already taken steps to owning your own business, you have it. You've yep. got a disease. This yep. disease is called awesome. <laughs> and normal people don't, they aren't going to know something about it. Well, it's, it's amazing <laughs> how many people won't take that leap and want, you know, there they should say they want to do it, but they're just not willing to do it. They're not willing yeah, they to jump won't. in and they're worried about getting it perfect and having everything exactly the way it needs to be. It'll never be exactly the way it needs to be. Yeah. Or they just have too much fear around is it going to work? Is it not going to work? Da, 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 da. They let fear stop them. Well, yeah. Maybe we're just nuts. I don't know. <laughs> but I don't see that fear as a stop sign. It might be like a yield. Like, mm -hmm. do I need to maybe stop and think about this for a minute? Yeah. And that's okay. But that willingness to push through fear because we believe in what we're doing, that's awesome. Mm -hmm. But what I don't want to happen is uh, I don't want you all to forget that you have this disease called awesome because as you move along your entrepreneurial journey, you can just get stuck in the day-to-day -day and you can get stuck in perfectionism. And that perfectionism will keep people from taking action and doing what they need to do. Because when you get stuck in that perfectionist mode, you find yourself not taking action because you're like, oh, well, I don't really 100% know what I, what I wish to be. Like we talked about low-cost marketing and ways to attract customers like a couple okay. episodes back. And people have maybe not been posting on social because they're like, oh, I don't know if it's going to be perfect. And I don't know if I'm doing it right. And da, yeah. da, 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 da. It's getting stuck in the stuff like that. Like we recommended that people reach out to past customers and ask for referrals and stuff like that. And once again, if you're not doing it because you're afraid you're going to stumble over your words or sound stupid or you don't know exactly what to say, that's getting stuck in that perfectionism. And that's keeping you from taking the actions you need to take to move forward. 
And awesome people don't do that. So this is just a reminder, get back to your awesome. Well, this is why we say do it dirty. This is why we, we oh, say this all, all the, the time. time is because you have to just get started. You have to take action on things and to be able to, to get your business where you want it to be. It is because when you're stuck in that perfectionist mode, you're focusing on the end result. You're like, I want this end result to be perfect. I want the words to flow out of my mouth when I'm asking for a recommendation. And they are going to be so enthralled by the magic that I just spewed out of my mouth that they're going to be like, yes, here's everybody I know that could use your help. Don't focus on that. Yeah. Focus on the process. Even if you bumble through it the first time that you do it, then just think about, okay, how did that go? Okay, how can I improve it for the next time? Focus on the destination. Focus on improving the skill. That is being awesome. Awesome people just focus on, just keep doing it until you get it right. It's yeah. the doing it dirty, like you said. Yeah. Do it dirty and then just prove it for the next time. Yeah, and like I can just recall just for this was one of the first water features we did. The first water feature we did was a pondless waterfall. Mm-hmm. Looking back at it now, it's like, that was terrible. It took us a long time and took us longer than what we anticipated just because it was our first time. Mm -hmm. But looking back at it, it was like terrible looking. Like, <laughs> the big like I want to go back and rip it like out. like hideous. Yeah, I want to go back and rip it out. But <laughs> the customer's happy, you know, and it was just one of those things that we just had to get started and start taking that first step. And then every time we do, we improve on it. How can we make it yeah. better? You know, review That's it. That's how we became so well yep. known for water features. It's because you just, we just, you just, we just kept doing it. Yep. You just keep doing it. You keep doing it. They get better and they get better and they get better. Yep. And that goes for everything. And like you aspect. said, key point, the customers are all have been we're happy all along yeah. the way because they don't look at things the same way mm -hmm. that we look at things. We look at them with landscaper and pondscaper eyes. Yep. They're just looking at it from homeowner eyes. So so if you feel like you've maybe gotten out of your awesomeness, that's okay. We're gonna fix it. Because we all do occasionally slip out of our awesomeness. We can all just get stuck in the day to day grind. I have slipped out of it myself. Like if I don't pay attention, if I don't keep on myself, then I can go back to being a normie as well. And being a normie <laughs> is dumb. So we're not going to do that. So here's what we're going to do to fix it. So I want you to think of somewhere or something that you are getting stuck a little bit in. What is somewhere where you're not taking the actions that you know you need to take? Okay. Are you thinking of something? Are you playing along? Are you doing it too? Okay. So now for that thing, whatever it is, I want you to set what we're going to call a minimum standard of awesomeness for that thing. In simple terms, it's what is good enough. What is the good enough for that thing? And I want a key concept here to be, just because it's a minimum standard of awesomeness, it doesn't mean that it has to be a low standard. You can set a high standard <laughs> as your minimum, okay? Am I getting through this okay? Yep. Because what this is doing is um, setting this standard is gonna define what awesome looks like or what done looks like or what good enough looks like, mm -hmm. whatever you wanna call it but it's gonna enable you to know when you have reached it. If we go back to that reaching out to past customers for referrals or whatever, what is your minimum standard of awesomeness for that? Does it mean I've reached out to three people a week? Does it mean I've reached out to five? Does it mean I've reached mm -hmm. out to one? What that minimum level of awesomeness is, it doesn't matter. That's very individual to you because you can always change it. Mm -hmm. And so set your minimum standard of awesomeness and then you know if you've hit it or not. You're like, oh, hey, was I awesome this week when it came to asking for referrals? Well, if you quantify it and you have given it that minimum standard, you know. So you don't have to beat yourself up. You don't have to be like, oh, God, I was not awesome enough this week about asking for referrals. You know if you've hit it or not. Yeah. And so then if the end of the week is coming and you, if you're not getting close to hitting what you have set for your own minimum standard, then you need to do it. Mm -hmm. uh, I can say right now for our academy, there's videos that I need to update. Mm-hmm because we're always tweaking and always making adjustments based on input 
It's exactly like your pond. When we look back yeah. at the first videos that we made for our academy, we're like, cringe. Yeah. We were terrible. Yeah. But we were brave enough to do it. We were brave enough yeah. to put ourselves out. We were brave enough to suck at it. Yep. Yeah. So it's <laughs> like now it's looking at, okay, do I need to spend the time changing these and updating these? Or is it good enough for right now? And right. we can do something else that's going to be help others. So it's always kind of evaluating. You always remind me of this too, that I need to. Mm -hmm. Is it good enough for now? Uh, some yes, some no. So. Yeah. Well, and, and like I said, that minimum standard, maybe we're going to up our minimum standard of awesomeness later on when we have more time, more help and stuff like that. Because one of the things that I've been struggling and working on is I get out of my awesomeness and I get into perfectionism when it comes to exercising and setting up my routines for that. Because I've gotten way out of the habit of doing it. I need to get it back into my habit. But I can quickly get into my own drama. Like, when's a good time? Uh, like, when's the perfect time to do it? Should I? Should it be in the morning? Should it be at night? But what if it's cold out and what if it's raining? And what if I want to work inside that day and I don't want to go outside or work out inside? I don't want to go outside. You know, what if I don't want to get sweaty that day and I don't want to wash my hair later or I have a Zoom meeting and so I can't look a mess? Like, I will get all up in my perfectionist. Like, you know, well, it's not, it's, it's not the perfect time. Yeah. I will come up with a lot of excuses. So... I'm working on it. This is work in progress. So to get back into my awesomeness for my minimum standard, for my de definition of what, you know, my minimum standard of awesomeness is, it's going to be the 30 minutes of walking dogs a day and then th just 30 minutes of movement. That movement can be yoga. It could be weightlifting. It could be going on another dog walk. That's where I'm giving myself the flexibility to get around all of those other excuses. The, well, what if it's cold out? What if I don't want to wash my hair? What if I don't want to be too sweaty? then, okay, well, I can just pick something that's going to fit whatever drama that I have going on in my head that day. Yeah. But it's quantifiable enough. I will know if I have walked the dog and if I have moved for 30 minutes. And so I've given myself a minimum standard of awesomeness. And once again, there's no judgment around this minimum standard that you set. Because for somebody who is like training for triathlons their whole life, they're going to look at my minimum standard and be like, but you lazy bum, my 90-year-old <laughs> grandma could do better than that, you know? <laughs> but for somebody who hasn't exercised in years, they're like, oh, Okay, okay, that's pretty, you know, ambitious. Okay, so please don't put judgment around your minimum standards that you're currently setting for yourself. I guess that is my point there. Because you can set a pretty high standard for your minimum if you want to. Yeah. But it's just, it's what is, it's what, what does done look like? Let's try to remember what we talked about yesterday when we talked a little bit about this and you said. Oh, uh, we did. Cause I was, I wanted some, yeah, help with some other examples. We were talking about past due accounts. Yes. Because you recently talked to one of our clients that uses mm -hmm. Jabber mm -hmm. and they have a lot of overdue accounts. People are not paying, people mm -hmm. aren't paying. And when you talk to them, they're like, oh, well, Jabber sends out email. Well, maybe your minimum standard of awesomeness for collecting on accounts needs to be raised. Because right now their current minimum standard is, well, eh, Jabber just sends out emails. But guess what? That's not working. Mm -hmm. So they need to raise their floor. They yeah. need to raise their minimum standard for that. And their minimum standard maybe needs to be Jabber sends out emails and I do phone calls. Yeah, that was the biggest thing because he's like, well, I just sent the emails to get sent out. Well, is that working for you? No. Okay, then what can we do to get that money? You need the money coming in. You need that cash flow coming mm -hmm. in. So, And once again, if you're just starting out, if you've not called people on overdue accounts before and it feels new, then maybe just start with two. Mm -hmm. Maybe, okay, maybe I'm just going to call two. Well, and like you can create a script. Like we have a script inside of the academy. It's called how to get paid. And we mm -hmm. have a script that walks you through. So there's things that you can do to make it easier so you don't forget. You can make it in. easier. But my point is you need to set a new minimum standard. Your previous minimum standard was just relying on Jabber's emails. Yeah. 
that's no longer working, set a new minimum standard. And then we can get into how to make it easier. It's like, yes, use provided scripts. Like we all have that one friend who's just like really good at like getting on the phone and getting things done. (laughs) Have them do it. I don't, you know who I'm talking about. Yeah. (laughs) So (laughs) you can look for easier ways to get it done, but set a new minimum standard of awesomeness. Don't let yourself get stuck in perfectionism. Don't be scared about it. Like, Mm -hmm. don't worry that if your call isn't perfect and stuff like that, don't let that prevent you from doing it. Because remember, you have a disease called awesome. (laughs) You have this. You have it. So the point is just create a minimum standard of awesomeness for yourself. And I would recommend focusing on an area where you have found yourself slipping out of your awesomeness. If you've been a little stuck somewhere, create yourself a minimum standard. That way, you know, it's done. You're Mm -hmm. like, yep, nope, I'm good. I've done it. So if you've got anywhere that you've been stuck or that you need to raise your minimum standard of awesomeness, go ahead, feel free to throw it in the comments or you can always email us at scott at million dollar landscaper and let you know uh, we'd love to hear about it. Yeah, I always love to hear what you guys are doing and what you can do to improve on it. Yeah, this, like I said, this episode was a little bit silly in, of me just like making up names for things, but the point of it is real. The mm-hmm. point is don't get out of your awesomeness. Yeah, just, don't let the perfection. Just, just do it dirty. Just do it dirty. Mm-hmm. Don't let that keep you from doing it. And like I said, defining that minimum standard gives you a way to quantify it and to check it off. Like, Mm -hmm. am I doing it? Yes, no. Or otherwise you're just kind of stuck in that willy nilly of, am I being awesome enough? I don't know. What does it look like? And you get to define that for yourself and you can raise it and lower it as you need to suit your life. Yep. Yep. I just want to invite you all one more time to sign up for a workshop. Yep. It'll be June 20th at 7 p.m. Central time. So head over to millionairlandscape.com forward slash power hour. The other thing is we are working to put together a podcast episode to answer your questions. So if you have any questions regarding landscaping and all this stuff, feel free to either email me at scott at milliondollarlandscaper.com or post it in the comments, either on YouTube or mm-hmm. uh, iTunes. We would appreciate it. We would put together an awesome episode on that. Yeah, that'll be great. We'd love answering your questions, get those all answered for you. So, yep. And then um, if you guys are finding any value in anything we're talking about here today, please take a moment, head over to iTunes, leave us a review helps boost the rankings, helps get our message out across to everybody. Our biggest thing is we want to help as many landscapers as possible. That's why our ultimate goal is to travel around the United States and, and go visit landscapers and help you, you know, as we go through. So we'd greatly appreciate if you guys can head over to iTunes and leave us a review. All right. Well, thanks for joining us today. Hope you guys have a great day. That's a wrap on another exciting episode here of the Million Dollar Landscaper Podcast. Now, thank you for joining us on this journey and thank you for being a member of our community. Remember our motto, do it dirty means just get started and not be afraid of making mistakes. We honestly believe this is one of the keys to the success in this industry and in life. Now, if you've enjoyed this episode, please take a moment, head over to Apple and leave us a review. Your support helps us reach more listeners and bring even more value to the show. Until next time, keep doing it dirty and grow your business to new heights.